Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hi sis, welcome to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose behind this podcast and online ministry is to help beautiful women like yourself know, love, and live God's truth. Not only will this be a space of truthful, faith-filled talks, it will also be a place where we let God's word speak for itself because God's truth speaks. My name is Tara and I'm your host, but you can call me your sister. Join me each week as we talk about the truth of God's word and how it can ignite us with purpose. We'll talk about God's word, how we're called to live, challenging topics, and grow in faith together. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to encourage and equip our hearts. Let's be women who love his truth, live his truth, and spread his truth. Well, hey there, friend. I am so giddy that you're joining me here for today's episode. Someone still needs to come and pinch me and make sure I'm not dreaming because this podcast is such a surreal joy. Anyway, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the gospel, the good news of Jesus. A few weeks ago, I distinctly remember scrolling through social media and seeing the phrases, the good news, and the gospel thrown around. Now, don't get me wrong, I love seeing it, but it struck me in that moment. How often do we throw around those words and sometimes forget what they truly mean? Honestly, I do. My prayer is that after listening to this episode, you and I will both walk away knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt what's so stinking good about Jesus' gospel, what it means for us, and why we should remember it every single day. Whether you've known Jesus your whole life or you've never heard of him or anywhere in between, this truth talk is for you. Let's come away from this chat with our fire reignited and our hearts exploding with thankfulness over this good news. See, the truth is, as Christians, the gospel is at the very core of who we are and what we believe. It's not just some trivial fact that latches onto the side of our faith. It's not just something we can forget and live without. On the contrary, sis, it's something that we must remember, rejoice, and rise into every day. So let's just get going. This is going to be good. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. First, let's look at what the gospel is not. I know for me, it's sometimes helpful to look at something for what it's not so that there's no question about what it is. I hope that made sense. (laughs) So first, let's note that the gospel is not a religious system. It's not a legalistic group rigidly creating robots who aimlessly follow an absentee God in the sky. It's not four walls in a building. It's not a belief that promises us perfect wealth, health, and immunities from difficulties in this life. And it's not something that can be bagged or bought. Okay, now that we know that, let's look at what the gospel is. The gospel is a truth-filled, real-life story that centers around one person, Jesus Christ, God's Son. So let's break it down in a few questions to set the stage. The first question we should ask is, who created us? Well, the Bible tells us that God created us and we're accountable to Him. Secondly, let's ask, what's our problem? Without a problem, we don't need a gospel. The answer is sin. Sin is our problem. We've turned away from God. Thirdly, let's ask, does God have a solution for us for this sin problem? And if so, what is it? The answer is the gospel, friend, salvation through Jesus Christ. And lastly, let's ask, how can I, how can we be included in this gospel? Thankfully, you and I can be included through salvation, through true faith and repentance. It's time for a word breakdown. Like, what in the heck does the word gospel mean? Again, I'm sure we've all heard it a lot, but do we actually know what the word means? Here's a cool fact for us. The word gospel, when it's broken down, literally means good news. The good news of what God has done through his son, Jesus Christ. We hear the Bible called the gospel a lot, right? I mean, it's lumped into that big category. But how can the whole Bible be the gospel? How can the whole Bible be about Jesus when he's only a character in a few books, like Matthew through John? You've likely noticed that the Bible is one big book with smaller books broken up into it. Although there are different smaller storylines with each book, every single book is bound together in the Bible to move towards one main storyline, 
one redemptive story that God started in Genesis and carries out through Revelation from beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. So here's where we talk about the good news and what it actually is. Are your ears and hearts ready? The Bible tells us that after Adam and Eve sinned in Genesis, humanity was sent into a downward spiral. Sin entered the picture, totally disrupting the perfect world that God originally created. But get this, none of this surprised God. Although we now deserve judgment and punishment because of our sin, He chose to step in and offer us mercy. Because He is a good and loving God, despite what we really deserve, sin and separation, God chose to make a new way and send His Son, Jesus. Quick disclaimer, we're talking about the gospel, the good news of Jesus in this episode. But know this, sweet friend, there is so much more to the gospel than I could ever fit into one podcast episode. But today, let's hone in on the main themes, why it's so stinking good, and how it can change our lives. Okay, let's get back to it. Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came down to earth. God sent him to redeem humanity, to buy us back from slavery and sin, and offer us a new way to live. At the end of his 33 years on earth, Jesus was put to death on a cross by the very people he came to save. Although Jesus had so many followers, friends, and disciples on earth, he also had a lot of enemies and opponents. So many hated him for what he stood for and who he claimed to be. But the good news is that he didn't just come and die for those who accepted him and loved him, but also for those who hated him. The entire world needed saving from sin. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Sounds pretty bleak, right? But the story doesn't stop there. The all that have fallen short of God's glory were the ones that Jesus came to save. Every single one of us. Christ bore our sins on the cross, meaning he literally took our sins, past, present, and future, into his body and put them to death. Does that blow your mind? Because it does mine. Think about it. When Jesus died on the cross, he took every single sin of every single person on earth and put its reign to death. He bore the penalty of our sins and canceled it on our behalf, so we wouldn't have to, so we could know him and have relationship and eternal life with him. And then after his beaten, dead body laid in a tomb, he rose from the dead. Just like his father said would happen. Just like the Old Testament prophecies said would happen. That resurrection, that defeat of death, marked the finality of his victory. It marked his ultimate win over sin and death. If he wouldn't have come, humanity, you and I, would be stuck in the most hopeless situation. That's the gospel right there, friend. But guess what? It doesn't just stop there. Yes, Jesus did all of that for us. Yes, our salvation is completely free, meaning we didn't have to pay the price of death ourselves because he did it. But an important part of his good news, this gospel is our response. What are we going to do about it? How are we going to respond to this good, good news? You see, friend, it's only through the grace of God, undeserved merit and favor, that we can have salvation and make this good news our own. Jesus' invitation extends to us even today. And what's an invitation without a genuine response? 
So to accept this free gift of faith and salvation, Romans 10, 9 says that if we confess that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our hearts and repent from our sins, we are sealed, we are saved. Repenting of our sins means turning away from our rebellion against God. I like to think of it as doing a 180 degree turn from our former way of life. Here's the thing though. Before I met Jesus, I didn't think I was all that bad. Insert air quotes. I didn't think I was in extreme rebellion from God like the Bible said. I didn't think I was this awful person, this awful sinner because I hadn't done anything super bad in my life. I wasn't a murderer or anything like that, right? But friend, whether it's easy to admit or not, we have a sinful way woven into our DNA. When Adam and Eve sinned in the beginning, it sent mankind into a spiral. Sure, they were the first to sin, but we continued in it. None of us are in the right on our own. But if it wasn't for God's love, grace, and mercy, we would be stuck in an eternal cycle of death and sin. But because He loves us so deeply, God didn't wipe out the earth and start again with new people. He didn't give up on us. He didn't choose to leave us alone, thinking He'd be better off without us. No, he sent his son Jesus to be the solution. He offered up his son to die, the greatest act of love and sacrifice. So repentance and faith should be our response to this good news. Now this doesn't mean that we'll instantly be free from sin on this earth. The truth is, as long as we walk and breathe on this earth, we'll struggle with sin every day. But it does mean that sin will not have an eternal hold on us. We will have a solution and a savior to help us and we'll have heavenly hope. The sweetest thing is that the gospel, this good news, is here. It's available. It can be living and active inside of you in Christ. Sometimes the hardest thing, though, is to accept that even though we may be saved, we still struggle with sin. There's still brokenness here. We still go through trials and tribulation and pain and brokenness. We still feel pain. We still fall into temptation. We still see our world's government and health decline. But without the beauty of the gospel of what Jesus did on the cross, none of this life would be bearable. It wouldn't have purpose. It wouldn't have hope. It wouldn't be worth living. That's why God sent his son to come 2,000 years ago for us, for you. That's why God never wavered in any of his promises. From Adam and Eve to Moses to Abraham to David and even to you and I today. Everything he said and did was moving toward the moment that his son would come to earth and conquer death's eternal sting. And the grand finale is coming when Jesus Christ comes back to bring us and reunite us with him. And finally, once and for all, rid this world and our existence of sin and death. He did this all for you, for me, for the entire world. Whew, that was a lot, but it was good, yeah? Can you see what's so good about this good news now? Does the word gospel have a new or even fresh meaning to you? I know it does for me. It humbles me every single time I think about what God has done for me when I was completely undeserving. So now that we're reminded of this, it's time to stand on this gospel every single day of our lives. Like we've talked about as a Christian, the gospel is literally the most important thing about our lives. It's what transformed us, saved us, and repurposed us. So it shouldn't be something we brush under the rug or forget about. So practically, let's strive to wake up every single morning thanking Jesus for what he's done for us. This can look something like this. 
Every morning before I get out of bed, I try and say this simple prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for me on the cross. May it never lose its power or impact on my life. Here's to following and loving you today. Friend, pray and ask God to make the gospel so real to you, so personal to you, that your heart would be thankful for what he did for you and the life of purpose he's given you now. Let your new saved life inspire you to read his word every day, cultivate fruits of the spirit and more. And lastly, one of the biggest ways we can live the gospel every day is by telling other people about it. Heck, this is the best news in the history of ever. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Better than the Nordstrom anniversary sale. Better than passing your final exams with flying colors. Better than growing exponentially in your following count on Instagram. It's life-changing with impact for today, tomorrow, and eternity. So let your actions reflect Jesus. Let your words be full of his love, all so that you may be able to share this good news with someone else. Before Jesus went back to heaven, he told his disciples in Matthew 28 to go and tell the world, to take their faith, their salvation, and run with it. The same call is for us, friend. What a huge and beautiful responsibility. Know that God sustains you, equips you, and strengthens you for the task. What good news, right? Oh my goodness, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Truth Talks with Tara. My heart is overflowing with so much joy right now, and I have God and your lovely presence to thank for that. If you're wanting to read about the gospel we just talked about for yourself in the Word, check out the show notes for the exact verses and passages. I greatly encourage you to read it for yourself during your next quiet time with Him. One last thing I want to let you know is that if you've listened to this episode and you haven't put your faith in Jesus Christ yet, you can, right now. If anything we've talked about has resonated with your heart and you feel God tugging you to accept this completely free gift, it's waiting for you. If you don't know where to start, I have an awesome article linked again in the show notes that walks you through a step-by-step guide. If your heart is truly, genuinely ready to give your life to your Savior, don't hesitate now. It'll be the best decision you make ever. It'll be the best news to tell ever. Alrighty, friend, before you exit on out, would you kindly take just a few minutes out of your day to write and submit a review for this podcast? Not only does writing a genuine review help this podcast to continue, it also helps reach even more people, which means it'll hopefully touch more people's hearts for Christ, equipping them to know, love, and live God's truth. Thank you so much for teaming with me in such a genuine and loving way. I can't thank you enough for all you do, and I can't wait to have another Truth Talk soon. Love you, friend. See you later.